why I play golf. This is, uh, I've been playing golf for 28 years. I started in 1992, sort of as a whim. Um, and I was getting ready, I was having a sabbatical for my job at the time at Cal State Northridge. And i never forget my secretary at the time said, well, what are you going to do with this time that you have off? I said, oh, I'll take a golf. So years later, I'm still golfing. And I just, the love that I get from playing the game, it it's sustainable. It's really powerful. It's awakening. I learned so much from the game. I don't necessarily play for score, even though that is a part of it. I love the skins game and the little bets that we do with my friends and things like that. But what I really love about the game is what I've learned about myself. Um, when I, it exposes, it provides me insights into how I see things, my mindset, um, how I feel about things. Um, it, it teaches me how to rebound and recover quickly from a bad shot and how to just continue playing the game and learning from the game. I still take golf lessons um, with my longtime coach, Jimmy, and we go through the periods right now. We're in a really awakened period where I've been working with him since September and it's really helped my swing a lot. But last night, I really got the answer or an answer, I don't know if it's the answer, but I got an answer on why I play golf. And I was watching the, the Tiger Woods uh, piece that was on TV, uh, and it was really powerful. It's called Tiger Woods, America's Son. And what was great about this one-hour show, if you get a chance to watch it, I really recommend it, was that while it was about Tiger, it really was about golf and the spirit of the game and how many, how the game was restrictive and how all of these really good golfers in the 30s and 40s and 50s and early 60s could not play the game. The PGA Tour had a white-only rule, so no people of color, no women could play. And as I was watching this, I realized that one of the reasons I played a game of golf is because I actually can now. And I remember my dad would bring home golf balls when he was walking home from Rockaway Meadow in Inwood, New York, and he would pass the Inwood Golf Course, which was a country club on the way to the project which we lived. And he would bring me back these Balada golf balls, which I guess if I had them now, they'd be what they consider antique or going to a museum or somewhere. And I didn't really have any affinity at the point to play golf. I was intrigued by the game, and there were several friends that caddied at the golf course, but I was really skinny and really light, and I didn't see myself carrying a golf bag. But he would bring me home these balls, and my friends and I would go to the top of the building, and we would drop them off the top of the building and see, watch them explode. And that was the extent of the game. And, but I was really curious about golf, and I knew about Arnold Palmer, because Arnold Palmer was just on TV, and Jack Nicholas and several different other golfers. And I heard about Charlie Sifford. And 
the elder. And I was always curious enough to know enough about the game, but it wasn't until 1992 that I started playing it. And it wasn't until last night when I realized that one of the reasons I played the game was because I can. That because of these pioneers, because of people who had to go through a lot of adversity, being denied the opportunity to play a game that has spirit all in it. It's a spiritual game. It's a game that really ignites passion and enthusiasm. And I know that <coughs> recently, because of uh, certain leadership, golf has not been uh, one that has been acclaimed as a favorite sport or activity uh, because of a current leader who plays the game. But as any other thing in life, there's a mixture of people that do a mixture of things. So the game for me has enabled me to see the, see myself in different places. It's introduced me to people that I normally would not even have come across. And I find the game to be one of exploration and curiosity. And it's the ability to overcome sand traps and overcome being in the trees. Um, no one hits a perfect golf shot. I mean, we can, it's, a straight shot is really challenging. Um, there's either something called a fade or a draw. And even the great pros are, they have their moments where they just, it's not with them. And the game sort of escapes them for a moment. Tiger has an amazing story um, of victory, failure, victory, failure, victory. And, and Mike Tyson the other night talked about what he really loves about life is how much he comes back, how much he can, how much he has come back in his life, the, the being to be defeated, to be down and be out and to come back. And Rocky. I know in one of the Rocky movies, he talks about that, about the ability to get knocked down and come back up. And golf, really, for me, is that. I can have a birdie on one hole, I could hit a double bogey, uh, which is two over par, on another hole. And you have to be resilient. You have to sort of find a way to forget that hole and play the next hole. And I'm still learning how to do that 28, 29 years later. But why I play golf is because it brings about a sense of purpose for me. It brings, it gives me a sense of achievement. And it's also a game that you're never going to totally master. You can get good, you can have moments, and even the pros. It's a game that, similar to life, that you're going to constantly have to have the insight, you got to develop the competency, uh, then you have to be accountable. Uh, you're going to be, sometimes you're, when, when you ask your score and, and you took a big number, you don't really want to say it, but the character in you requires you to do that. But the thing that really illuminated, the illumination that I got last night was that there were these caddies and they were talking about how blacks were treated um, and how they had to overcome certain things that they, they could not play on the Oakmont. I don't know if we get this one 
person talked about that he could play on Oakmont now, but he doesn't want to. He never will. Because, and you could see the pain that he felt. But you also could feel the love that he had for the game. And so when I look at remembering the love, I can, I just shots that I can remember. And there's things, places I remember, and courses I played on in Hawaii and other places uh, that have just ignited this passion um, and connectivity. I really believe that golf for me has been a lifeline. It has provided me an opportunity. And during COVID, it's the one thing that people can do um, besides hiking that is being allowed at this present moment. So I think that there are more people coming to the game. There's more, I see more people bringing their kids out to the game, and that's going to be great, and it's an opportunity. But really feeling why I play golf is because I can, because there were these individuals who put up with a lot of crap in order to give me the opportunity to be able to play in 2020. So of all the shit that's going on, all the stuff that's happening, all the different um, uncertainties and ambiguities and, and sort of intangibles that are going on, um, there still is this sense of wonder and the sense of hope that with some effort, uh, some desire, some passion, and some resiliency that golf is a real symbol for me on life. And so just continue, have a bad hole, keep swinging, keep working, keep learning.